Hello everyone. This is Dr. Inibege Adesonia of the Booming Small Business. Hope everyone is doing fantastic today. I know we're already in the Christmas mood and, you know, holiday celebrations almost um, on Christmas Day. Um, but um, this will be my last um, podcast for the year. I'm just wanting to wish everybody um, a Merry Christmas and a wonderful 2021. You know, this 2020 has actually been so uh, abnormal, unusual. But, I mean, at this point, we just have to remember to just count your blessings. I mean, for the fact you're breathing and living, is um it's necessary to thank god for that all right so let's let's get into what i'm speaking about this week um as the year is coming to an end um it's very important for you to look at everything and see um how do you maximize your deductions so that is what i'm speaking about today i know the last time i spoke about you know revenue and you know deductions specific specifically how to re- reduce it your deductions right um your your expenses how to um related to your business doing well even during this pandemic so at this time i'm going to just um speak about generally how to maximize your deductions the year is coming to an end and so right now is for you to sit back i mean of course as i always say if you don't have an accountant um, you can call my office. Um, we can help you out and work with you. Um, but at this time, you should sit back and do it ca- like tax planning to see what do you need to do, what haven't you done, um, what do you need to make sure that um, you know all your expenses are taken care of or have been you know applied to this twenty twenty. Um, um, most of um, small 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 businesses are calendar year businesses when i say calendar year businesses it's like um they start in january and they end in december you might say oh that's normal no some businesses actually have a calendar year um it's a financial year a fiscal year or a financial year that starts maybe um in april and ends in march some have some say okay you know what some have that start on july 1st and end on july on june 30th so um um, it depends on your business, but it, most small businesses just go regularly with the calendar year. They start in January and end um, in de- on December 31st. So um, I want to see what do we need to make sure, what do we need to do to make sure that um, your expenses are actually um, have been uh, actually or you've been able to cl- claim all your deductions. Okay, now it's very important for us to understand that. For you to even deduct an expense, the expense has to be ordinary and necessary. So what are ordinary and necessary expenses? Expenses, are those are paid and incurred during the taxable year in carrying out any, in tr- any trade or business. Um, ordinary and necessary expense must be um, expenses that are usual for your business. What do you ordinary spend? What, do you, what are the necessary things? Um, ordinary expenses. An example, um, if you say that, of course, um, internet, you know, you need the internet. That's one of the ordinary and necessary expenses. You need the internet to, 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 you know, to go into your email, to check, you know, um, research things. So that is an ordinary and necessary expense. Uh, remember, it cannot be, um, even though traveling is also an ordinary and necessary expense, it cannot be lavish or extravagant. Now, what, what do I mean by that? Um, 
let's say you travel for business. One of your things, maybe you're a consultant, you're someone that travels for business. Um, you can't say that, okay, because you're traveling for business, you're going to stay in maybe a, a $1,000 um, penthouse as um, your hotel expense. Um, your IRS says, looks at that as a lavish and extravagant expense. So you have to, when you're looking at, there are some guidelines to show you, okay, how much can you deduct um, based on where you, where you're going? Let's say you're going to Colorado, going to Texas shows how much can you deduct? And so that's what we're looking at. It can be lavish. It can be extravagant, right? Um, but the expense must be ordinary and necessary. So look into, look at everything you have and see, have you been really deducting everything that is really ordinary and necessary? Now, let me give you another example. Um, I often say this when I'm, I'm give this example when I'm teaching. Um, let's say that, um, um, you know, um, you have a, a question with uh, an example and a question that I always throw out there that if, can you deduct makeup expenses? Can you deduct makeup expenses? And some people will say no. Some people say yes. And I say, well, the answer is that it depends. you right. If you're someone that is actually into maybe your circus entertainer, of course, or you're a makeup artist. Yes, you can deduct, um, you can deduct expenses that, um, like makeup expenses, right? Another thing is, let's say compression socks. Let me, another example, I will say it's compression socks. And, um, I could ask that, could you deduct compression socks? Um, people might have problems with their legs and they, they think, okay, they can, but you have to look at it because compression socks could actually fall under medical or it could all fall under your business. Let's say if you're a coach, you're a referee. Yes. Um, or you're a medical person. Compression socks is something that you can actually deduct, right? So right. The reason I'm giving these examples is that I want you to sit back and look at what expenses are peculiar to your business. What are the expenses that, um, that will say, you know what? Yes, I want to, I, I need to, this is, this is what um, I use in my business and, um, you know, it's necessary for me to deduct that expense, right? I often hear people say, you know what, Mr. A deducted it or Miss B deducted it. Um, I want to also deduct it. And I tell them it doesn't work like that. You know, it depends on, I mean, it depends on what Mr. A or what Mr. B or Miss B is doing, what kind of business, right? You, it's very important. And I always tell people, please don't say that, oh, that business is doing it. So I will do it. I'm not saying that they are not, they are not expenses that are, that are common to both business. I mean, like internet, right? Internet bills. Those are common to both, both businesses, but there's some specific um, expenses that Mr. A might be able to deduct because let's say an example, as I mentioned, makeup, maybe Mr. A is someone that performs in the circus and he has to do, or maybe he's a, he does, he's a clown. Maybe he does that as a, you know, he's a clown entertainer. Of course he will deduct the make your makeup. And maybe for you, you just sit in the office and do work pertaining, you know, you meet clients or you, you know, you work, um, your companies into sales. Um, how does that makeup how does makeup relate to your business, right? How does makeup, you know, um, I'm, I'm not talking about those that retail makeup. I mean, make sell makeup. That's different too. Of course you can deduct, um, you know, makeup in, that you buy and sell. Um, but again, you have to look at what are the expenses that are really, 
really peculiar? What expenses really relate to what you do? Right? So really dig it, dig in. When I say dig in, dig in, sit back and see. And perhaps you've not been really deducting those expenses. Maybe um, you took it for granted and you say, oh yeah, I don't think those expenses are are, are deductible because Mr. A, we're going back to another company, is not deducting it. It doesn't really matter unless that business is really, maybe Mr. A is doing what you're doing, then okay, you guys can compare notes. But really, please sit back and look at what is peculiar in your business that you're not deducting. A lot of people lose out and don't really deduct every single um, expense that's supposed to be deductible because, because they do not, right? Because they do not um, um, sit back and look at what is what applies to the industry, all right? Very important. So make sure you know that, you know, is the expense ordinary? Is it necessary, right? And so... Um, I'm going to speak a little bit about um, what we know about um, necessary expenses, right? Now, an expense might be ordinary, but it will, it might not um, might be ordinary. Um, um, but we look at it, um, or I'm sorry, it might not be ordinary, but it might be necessary, right? So ordinary is one side, and necessary is another side. Right. So when we talk about ordinary, as I said, depending, but a necessary expense might be something that is not always regular. It's not ordinary. Right. Maybe you need to um, have um, um, maybe you've you've, um, um, let's say you have to um, get a loan for maybe a property a property, right? And um, you want to build, you want to buy that property and then um, buy that property for your business. And now you have to get someone that maybe like um, a surveyor because you are looking at bound line boundaries or something like that. And you need that. Well, that is ne- that expense is necessary because you need that to make sure that you have the line boundary, the line, you know, maybe a surveyor to really make sure that, you know, you have the um, correct um, measurement of the property or land line or something like that. There's no issue. Remember, that is not an ordinary expense because, I mean, people in your business might not really incur that expense, but because you need it because of that property to get that property for your business and that property is bought in the name of your business, that is a necessary expense. So I just wanted to make sure we understand that because you might say, oh, someone in my in my industry, they don't have this as an ordinary expense. Well, but is that expense necessary? So again, don't think it's, if, it's not, if it's not in your industry, don't think that it's, it's ruled out, all right? So I just want you to, be, to clarify. I wanted to clarify that. So what I'm trying to really, or what I'm emphasizing right now is um, sit back, um, especially as the year is running out, because you really want to make sure you maximize your expenses, legally mag- maximize your expenses. You don't want to do anything that is wrong. Um, like, I mean, of course, that it goes against compliance or anything that the government is not, you know, compliance or anything that's wrong. Um, in everything, like not putting everything in place. So, so um, I just want to encourage you to sit back and um, make sure that you are actually looking at your records, seeing, did you really take all your deductions? Did you take everything that is ordinary and did you take everything that is necessary? All right. And then um, I already explained the traveling expenses um, is very, um, important for you to understand that there is, um, I think, um, 
um, um, a government website. There is a government website that actually tells you this is how much if you're traveling again to Colorado, you're traveling to Texas, if you're traveling to um, Los Angeles, if you're trying traveling to um, New York. And remember, we're talking about business. Very clear is on business. We're not talking about traveling for entertainment. Um, that is not a deductible expense unless let's say, um, well, let me eat. I mean, if you, if you, I know a lot of, um, businesses, they do masterminds, masterminds where they go to, to, um, maybe go out to maybe, um, a ranch or somewhere to do, um, brain, um, you know, brain, like masterminding, you know, going to look at, okay, what can we do to move to the business to another level? That's fine. That's, that's a different ball game. That's different because you guys went somewhere and there's something that you need to do. Yeah. That's not, that's not entertainment. So, I mean, you, you know, so that is, that's completely different. Right. Um, but, um, generally, as I said, please make sure you understand what it means to have to deduct business travel expenses. Make sure it's not extravagant. Okay. And then also a lot of people make this mistake. Please, if you're working in an office, let's say you are, you work, um, um, in, and is your business, you have a rented office space, right? Is actually your business, right? If you work in that rented office space and, um, you drive from your home to that rented office space, that is commuting. You cannot deduct that mileage that you drive to the office and come back. Now you might say, how come? Okay. Picture it. Picture, let's say you're working for somebody, you're working and you get a W-2, right? You're working for um, a, a somebody or you have, you're working for a company, right? And um, remember when you're doing your personal tax return, you're only using your W-2. You cannot deduct that, that, that travel from your, from your house to that office. Same with your business, right? I mean, it's different. If you are going to a client's office, if you're going to meet um, for a meeting somewhere, that's a totally different um, expense. You can deduct that. That is not commuting, commuting expense. But I want to make sure you um, um, understand that commuting, that's from your house to your office, is not a deductible expense. But if you have to leave your house and go for to see a client or go, go and maybe go somewhere for a business meeting, or you have to leave your office for a business meeting, you can track those mileages. My, those mile, those miles are deductible, but make sure you keep record of the, of the, of the distance of that travel. You know, um, you know, some people already has, they have the company card. That's a different ballgame. If your car is the company card, that's different. Um, you can, you know, there's a, um, you know, traveling from your office to somebody else's location. That's, that's a different ball game because the car is already, is already expensed within the, within the office and the office pays them for the gas and everything. But just wanted to make sure you understand that commuting mileage is not deductible. All right. Now, um, for meals and entertainment, you know, generally meals and entertainment, um, are really 50% deductible, right? but it depends. It can be up to 80% and it can also be fully deductible, right? I'm going to zero in on the fully deductible. The 80% is generally for people that are into transportation businesses, right? Um, now, but for the 100% deductible, I would like to expand on that. Now, if it's an expense, let's say, you know, I mentioned something that it's, um, it's, um, you know, um, you come into for a meeting, and, um, 
you know, it, let's say it includes maybe you have something like um, um, a departmental meeting, right? Um, you have like a Christmas Christmas parties, summer picnics and staff outings. Remember, this is the whole staff, everybody in the office. Um, these are, this is just fully deductible. All right. So you have um, um, picnics, you have things like that. It's fully deductible. Now, meals or snacks provided to the public. You know, sometimes um, if somebody, uh, let's say maybe um, for marketing um, purposes, advertising, you might say you want to do a presentation and you call, you invite people and people come in that, that um, kind of presentation and you, you know, serve people meals and entertainment. That's, that's actually fully deductible. Now, if you're in the, in, if you're the rest in the restaurant and entertainment industry, of course, you know that that's what you do. That's your business. So, um, it's, um, fully deductible, right? So another aspect is that if you serve, um, meals as part of a charity, charitable events, and, um, it's hundred percent deductible. If the volunteers put on the events, and the proceeds go to 501c3. All right, that is um, um, if it goes to charity. So if there's you put up an event, the volunteers, um, you know, um, you know, put up an event, and then you have meals during um for during that event. And remember, this is for charitable work. Then everything, all the proceeds goes to the meals and it goes to the charity. Then that also is deductible. Is deductible. All right. So, um, another aspect I want to speak about is, um, um, again, we're still focusing on if something's hundred percent deductible or 50% deductible. Now, if an independent contractor, let's say a lawyer or a salesman or any independent contractor, they bill it separately for meals and entertainment and receives a reimbursement for the employer for those costs that independent contract contractor can deduct hundred percent of those expenses but the client is limited to 50 percent deduction all right so look at it so if the client if the lawyer or any salesperson charges for that let's say separately for meals and entertainment the client can only deduct 50 percent but the independent contractor can deduct the hundred percent so i know sometimes it might be okay which what do i do how is it confused is a bit confusing um, if you don't understand, of course, um, we're happy to work with you in my firm. But, um, I mean, if you don't have an accountant, you have an accountant, please make sure you clarify everything. Because I always say that it's better for us to make sure that we get everything right. And then if you want, to, I know now with the COVID, you might not be able to do Christmas parties or things like that. But remember, once you do, once everything get, is getting, is everything getting back to normal, um, once you put, once you put up, as I said, picnics and things like that, maybe welcome back picnic for staff or gathering or Christmas gathering, all the food is deductible, right? Now, remember, please remember, entertainment is not deductible. It changed after the TCJA, the Tax Cost and Job Act of 2017. You cannot take your staff to, let's say, watch the cowboy games, right? Or football match with the Cowboys. I'm in Texas, so I talk about the Cowboys a lot. So yes. So you cannot take them to watch and you say, oh, the tickets are deductible. No, you cannot. It's not allowed, right? It's, that's not allowed. You cannot say, oh, I'm going to take them out and that entertainment. No, that, that entertainment is not deductible, but the meals comes to, um, 
believe it's a 50% deductible, but it's separate, you know, but again, if it's an event spot, an event that is, um, you can structure it like a summer event that come, you come together and say, oh, we are going to do, but remember the entertainment part is not deductible. You have to know how to structure all your parties, all your, you know, to make sure that the company is really compliant. It's very, very important for us to make sure that that really, that actually happens. Okay, so that is meals and entertainment. I know that um, I already talked about gift giving, right? So um, it's very important for us to ensure that um, we already sit back and see. Again, I really want to emphasize the year is coming to an end. Please, this is a time for tax planning um, to sit back and say that, have you taken everything? This is a time that is good to wrap up everything and make sure you take all the deductions you've, you're supposed to take um, in this 2020. Um, make sure you do that so that everything can be deducted within this 2020 tax year. All right. I believe that's all I know that, um, that, um, 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 most people have are um, actually doing this, but I have seen a lot of people that that are, are missing out on some things, which is what expenses are peculiar to their business, what expenses relate to their business. That's I see a lot of people um, um, missing out on that, and they don't take that deduction because they fi they find out that they feel that oh, because that person, um, Mr. A, did not take it, I'm not taking on because Miss B did not take it, I'm not taking it, but they forget that they are in a different industry, you know, different industry from Mr. A or Miss, or Miss B. Um, so um, I hope um, I've been able to really clarify a couple of things and uh, make sure, again, you're doing your tax planning at this time as the year is rounding up. So again, this has been a fantastic um, time with all of you. Um, I wish all of you, again, a Merry Christmas and a wonderful 2021. And my heart goes out to those that have lost people this year. I pray for strength for all of you. And um, um, I look forward to a, to a very great 2021. You know, and um, again, um, we're always here to help. If you have any questions, you can reach out to to um, my to my office and then we can set up an appointment. All right. Okay, then have a wonderful Christmas again. This is my last um podcast for 2020. I'll see you in 2021. Take care. Bye for now.